Welcome to Behind the Curl, where connection is created with one another through the sharing of the personal natural hair stories and experiences, as well as natural hair education brought to you by myself. I am a naturally textured curly hair specialist. I am also your host, Amy Bush, and I invite you to join me as we celebrate what is natural, beautiful, and authentic. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Curl, and I am your host, Amy Bush. So glad you could join me again this week. I thought I would change things up, and I brought on some extra questions. So this is going to be the Behind the Curl Q&A. Our first question. Let's listen in. Hi, Amy. I would like to know why my hair is drier in the colder months. Well, thank you for asking that question. That is a great one because we are definitely entering into the colder weather here. My answer to that is that cold air holds less moisture. And we know that less moisture means that the hair can become dull and brittle. We can feel that dryness on our skin when you walk outside, definitely adding extra lotion to our face, to our arms when we're getting out of the shower, our whole body in fact. The hair is the same way. And because the hair is the same way, that means we have to give it some extra attention. Some recommendations that I will have are, one, wear a hat when you go outside. This is going to protect it from the wind and the cold air. Get a humidifier for your home. Adding that extra moisture in is going to be very helpful for your sinuses, for your skin, and for your hair. Make sure you keep up with regular maintenance of your hair. This would be trims, including having the right products, which would be hydrating and moisturizing, and then even adding in extra treatments. Now, as much as we're going to be trying to warm up in the morning and wake up, we want to use really hot water on our skin most likely, but lower it down just a little bit when you go to rinse out those tresses. And then avoid excessive heat styling, such as your flat ironing, hot tools, curling irons, or straightening, round brushing. I would stay away from those, but proper diffusing can definitely happen. Just be mindful, you're gonna be using a medium heat and a medium speed on your dryer. And then do not leave the house with wet hair. I know a lot of you like to air dry and you go outside and it's freezing cold. Your hair will freeze. And when the hair freezes in the air, just like other things, it can crack. And when it cracks, you're gonna cause breakage and you're gonna be roughing up that cuticle and opening it up in a way that it cannot hold on to the moisture as well. Then that is going to mean you're gonna have extra repair. So if you want to avoid split ends and damage to the cuticle of your hair, I would recommend not leaving the house wet. Another thing that can happen during the cold winter is that with dry scalp, you can get the itchiness and the flakiness and even more dandruff. When your scalp dries out, that means that the hair follicles dry out as well, and you may even see an increase in hair loss. So that was a very timely question, especially at this time of the year. So let's go ahead and listen in on the next question. Hi, Amy. I heard the other day that curly hair can be more resistant to color. Is that true? 
Well, thank you for this very unique question. The reason I say unique is that I haven't really been asked that before. So I had to really think about it and just for kicks that I would get on and see if I could find something uh, by Googling to see if anything came up. And to be honest, nothing did, just like I thought. It doesn't matter whether hair is straight or curly as to whether it's going to be resistant. Resistance to color can be a lot of things. It could be gray hair can be resistant to color and dark hair can be resistant to lightening. But what it really comes down to is the porosity and the color pigmentation in the hair. Now that being said, there are a few other things to take note. It was pretty funny when I Googled and looked on there, I saw something that said curly hair needs significantly less color to achieve desired results. Therefore, that meant healthier hair. I actually was laughing because that is quite the opposite of what I experience every day in the salon. Curly hair significantly needs more color when applied to ensure coverage. And that is because of the twists and the bends and even some of the little pieces that tend to pop up. So if you want to ensure really good coverage at the roots of the hair, you have to make sure that the color is thick enough and heavy enough to lay those little pieces down so that they don't spring. Just goes to show you can't believe everything that you read or hear. Things that can make curls more difficult to color as well is if the hair has a higher porosity which means fragile and dry and more prone to breakage. If that is the case, that type of hair often will not hold color very well either. Also, curly hair is going to be prone to more damage during the lightening process. In that case, you're going to leave the hair with a looser and more straightened curl than you might desire. Whereas if you are wearing your hair straight, then you're probably not going to notice or care much. So thank you for asking that very unique question. That was fun. Let's listen in on the next one. Hi, Amy, I have a question. Is there anything such as too many products? No curly girl ever said, but that's just joking. Um, joking aside, yeah, the answer is yes and no. And it all depends. Most times what I'm going to recommend is you're going to definitely have at least a shampoo and a conditioner. So that's two. You may have a leave-in conditioner. That's three. And then at the very least, you may want to have one styling product. So that's four. But you may choose to add any product for every issue you have, depending upon the product line that you use. You may have a product for frizz, humidity, hold, volume, and then you may also have your products that you use for your refresh days. And then you're most likely to also have your products that are going to change by the season. So I guess you tell me, can a curly girl have too many products? <laughs> Thanks for asking the question. And let's listen into our last question. So if I'm just starting out learning how to take care of my curly hair, how can I understand 
what hair type or thickness, coarseness um, do I have and what are the best types of products that I should start with to try? Great question. I think that everybody that's starting out with curls tends to ask those two questions first uh, before they get into any other questions on how to take care of their curls. When you are looking at your hair and making an evaluation, the first thing you're going to be looking at is the curl type or the curl characteristic. Most curls are going to either be an S formation or into some sort of a spiral formation. Your hair strands can be a consistent shape from root to the ends, or they might start out as one shape and then turn into another shape towards the end. So take a look in the mirror and see what you can identify over all sections of your head. No one that I know has a consistent curl pattern over their whole entire head. You oftentimes are going to find most likely two, three, maybe even four different curl types and even textures. You can do a little research and you will see that as far as curl classifications go, they will end up being 2ABC, 3ABC, and 4ABC. As far as texture goes, we usually classify that as fine, medium or normal, and coarse. Fine hair tends to feel as if it doesn't have enough volume or spring, and then all the way up to coarse hair will tend to feel very dry. The other thing that we take a look at is density. Anything from thin, medium, to thick. Density is determined as the number of hairs per square inch. And take a look at the different sections of your head to determine that as well. If you see more scalp, your hair is thin. If you see a lot less scalp, your hair is most likely very dense. Another way that you can find out about your hair is how long does it take to dry? If during air drying, it takes 20 to 30 minutes, you probably have finer and thinner hair. If it can take a couple of hours, you probably have coarse, very thick and dense hair. And lastly, one of the things you're going to look at as well is porosity. Porosity is the ability of the hair to absorb liquid. High porosity hair oftentimes goes along with thin and fine, and low porosity will follow along with coarse, thick, and very dense. If you're wanting to know how to determine your hair's porosity, I did do an episode on that, so you can always check that one out. As far as where to start with good product and knowing which ones to use for your hair, after you've gone through this little checklist and made your determinations, from there you can go forth and start out with your shampoo and your conditioner. For finer, thinner hair, you're going to need just a lightweight balancing shampoo and conditioner. And then all the way up to looking at your coarse, thick, and dense hair, which is most likely going to need the most amount of moisture and maybe even a little heavier weight. Higher porosity, finer and thinner hair generally does best with foams and mousses and lightweight lotions. This way we can get more volume and spring and body out of the curls. With the thicker, heavier, coarser hair, you're going to be looking at your creams, leave-in conditioners, 
gels, anything that's going to add a lot more definition, and then once again, a little bit more of a weightier type feel. And if you are in doubt, ask your curl specialist. They're going to be able to guide you as to which products to start with, how much to use, and how to apply them. And then to finish off with styling. Well, thank you so much for all of these questions. This has really been enjoyable. I love answering questions and educating. And I'm sure that those of you listening may have even had the same questions at one point in time. So thank you for joining me again today. This has been great. And I look forward to meeting up with you again. So keep those questions coming. I look forward to answering them. Take care. If you have really enjoyed listening today and would like to have me address any questions you may have, or if you are inspired to be interviewed on this podcast with your story, with either your success journey, or you would even appreciate extra help with your curls, send all correspondence to me at ambushedcurlacademy at gmail.com. I would love to add your voice and inspire other listeners. Now I have an opportunity that is special for all of you that are hairstylists, or maybe you are not, but you know a hairstylist. And if you were inspired by what you heard and seeking to expand your curl education, I would like to invite you to visit the Ambushed Curl Academy website. There you will find my online curl education course I created in order to inspire other hairstylists. If you have any questions, I can be reached at ambushedcurlacademy at gmail.com and I would love to hear from you. Thank you for joining me today. It has been a pleasure to have this opportunity to celebrate natural curls with you. And until we meet again, love your curls and embrace the natural beauty that is uniquely you.